Okay, we are back, first responders. We are here for you. This is Hope for First Responders. We're back again. We got another great podcast today. Uh, we're still focusing on the mental health. That's a big topic, so we know we've got a lot of content to go over. Um, I want to thank you um, up front for listening and tuning in. Um, you can reach us and look at our podcast on Instagram for Hope for First Responders. Our link is in the bio. You can also contact us through hnhwinning at yahoo.com. And you can also find us on Spotify and Amazon Podcasts under Hope for First Responders. That being said, we're going to get into some of this content. Um, and we were thinking um, about just staying connected with the last uh, podcast with mental health. And my buddy, Mr. H, um, he brought up you know a really good point from the last one was just that state of mind. And we talked about first responders, your mind, is, it's a battlefield. There's so many things going in and out of your mind. And there's a lot of things that are going in and out of the in and out of the minds of people that you come in contact with. So we were thinking, like starting your shift, when you go to start your shift, when you go to go to work, whether you are in the United States Armed Forces or whether you work in law enforcement or the medical field, paramedic, firefighters, doctors, nurses, you know, starting your shift means clearing your mind of any distractionary thoughts like home life, home projects, home worries. Or even home dilemmas. Um, that stuff needs to wait. When we start our shift, <clears throat> excuse me. When we start our shift, our day, we ha- we have to compartmentalize those items and those those things that can bring uh, distractions to our mind, and we need to set those aside. And you may say, well, how do you do this? How do you clear your mind before you start a shift? Because there's so much stuff going on. Um, some things that me, and Mr. H and H, what we do is we may start our day off and say, let's go to the Word of God. And we may st- uh, read Scripture and have that that Scripture and that Word of God that's in our mind, and we're thinking on those thoughts. Um, that's that's one option, and we probably encourage that as being one of the best. But um, another technique you can do is uh, speak out loud to yourself while traveling to work. Um, what are your main job's purpose? What is it? What are you trained to do? You need to remind yourself, what, what am I, what am, I was trained to do this job. I have the skill sets. I have the abilities. And by doing this, you're engaging your brain to remember your duties, your skill sets. You're making your brain tap into its memories of much of your past training. So your mind is thinking about your past training and what you're capable of doing and not the, the uh, secondary chatter the secondary thoughts that may distract you that, you know, are within the home life. And that, that's important because we're not stocking Honey Nut Cheerios on the shelves in, in a store. And that, that has its purpose for some people. But when you're trying to, you know, administer adrenaline to a patient in the field or you're trying to grab somebody out of a car from a car accident or you're getting ready to get deployed, you need to have a clear mindset. So we want to, you know, just continue to, you know, emphasize that. Um, especially for people that are new to the field. I mean, can you imagine that, Mr. H, people that are new to the field? They don't have the techniques, their minds swimming before they go to work? Right. Um, it's, it's like uh, Mr. H was, was talking about. We want to just make sure we're in the right state of mind when we're out there on our fields and getting in the fire truck, um, about nurses about to go out and perform surgeries. It's a, it's a, it is 
effective when we are in the right state of mind because we can do our jobs effectively when we are in the right state of mind and not um, in the wrong state of mind. So we want to be ensure that our first responders are, is, are got the abilities they need, got the abilities and, the, and just the right mindset to go perform their duties and their job because it's going to be um, beneficial for all those we kind of come in contact with when we're out there on the field. And um, the public is the biggest thing the public is look, looking at us, mm-hmm. especially more than ever in this time we're in today with all the protests, with all the stuff going on, all the propaganda is going on. So they're looking at us and any mistake we make, you know, they're going to, you know, they're going to cry. They're going to, they're going to scream at us. They're going to, you know, call our employers, call our, our jobs. And, you know, they're going to try to use that against us. So we want to make sure that none of that stuff falls back on us. Because, um, like Mr. H was saying, we we can we can do the job effectively in a clear state of mind. Mr. H, what do you think about uh, first, especially as somebody going in the field for the first time? Mm. What do you think they should be doing when they when they're out there in the field for the very first time? What should they be doing before work and after work when they need to decompress? What are some things that you see and you experience from your experience when you first start the job and when you when you got off the job, when you're about to get off the job, what are some things that you think should be you know, done, like prioritized? Prepared? That's a that's a really good question because um, we had talked about, um, especially people that are on the job as first responders. Um, you know, first you're in, second you're in. Um, you're new to it, and it, it can be overwhelming. So some of the things that um, we were thinking about, and I had just jotted down some notes thinking through this, was like what works for us. What works what's worked for me is just remember, in order to change the thought process when you're going into a job, you need to be able to replace it with another thought, and this comes out of your training memories. You've got training memories that are in your head. You need to revigorate that. You need to get that that those memories stimulated and at the forefront of your thought process. So it becomes that's your preoccupied thought, and that way you're focused on what your purpose is when you start your day as a first responder. And remember, it's not easy to just to just say, I'm going to just stop thinking that thought or those thoughts or worries and are going to go away. I mean, sometimes we're worried about the shift. We're worried, we're anticipating something. Or am, am I good enough to do this job? You are good enough. You are capable. So start thinking about your, your, your training. You know, role play different scenarios in your mind before you start a shift. Anticipate what may happen that you've already kind of experienced or heard about. So your mind is thinking about um, not the thoughts of the home life, not all the stuff that's uh, put out on the media that's just very um, insightful. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually insightful, meaning that it's inciting like an emotional stress. Mm-hmm. You know, it clouds your judgment. It takes you off your focus and off your purpose. Um, right. Just remember, like you need to engage your brain to redirect it into a new pattern of thinking. And your prior training and job purpose is familiar territory. So when you engage your brain into your, your training, how the department, how the military, how your medical school trains you for your job, then your brain goes back to those memories it knows. It's territory. It's familiar territory. It understands that. Your brain can articulate that pathway. And then when that pathway is clear, you can do your job and you can fulfill your mission and your purpose clearly. And, and it's, it's going to fall into place. But if you got extra clatter, extra clutter, you've got um, 
preoccupied thoughts running through your head and it's not settled, that's what that's what you're going to approach, let's say, a fire, uh, a car crash, uh, going in the military and getting deployed. That's what's going to be in your mind. You, you, your mind can't do both things at once. And you don't want that in the background. And I wanted to just mention as well, it's a lot of propaganda going on right now with uh, first responders, particularly law enforcement. Um, you know, they want to reform the police department. They want to um, go after law enforcement personnel. We got to be careful what we watch on the news because that fuels our emotions. Don't go off of what they're saying. Do your job and do your job effectively because we all know we need first responders in our land. Without no first responders, without the heroes of, the, of, this, of this land, this nation will fall further and further down where it's at. So we need to keep our minds, our eyes focused on what we're, we've signed up for on the job, as far as the job goes. If you sign up to be a cop, you sign up to be a firefighter, you sign up to be a, a medical staff, medical personnel, that's what you sign up for. You went to school for it. You got the training for it. So don't go off with the media saying about we need to reform police. They're, they're the enemies. No, you're not the enemies. You're the heroes. So don't don't let your emotions get bottled, bottled up. And when you're thinking about what they're saying to you, and what they're propagating, just worry about your job and let your mind be pure. Let you think on good things. Think on the fact we read the scripture to you last week, last podcast. On think on positive things. Whatever is good report, think on that report. But know that you are you need it in society today, especially in the time we're in now. We need first responders, and uh, we need you guys to set the example. To the to the public, um, the job is hard as is. We know that we're in the we're in the same field you're in, so we know the stresses that come with the job. We know what we deal with when we leave the job and we go when we are on the job. But try to keep your, yourselves focused on what you're what you're called to do. Keep your eyes on um, on the prize. Yeah, that's that's well said, Mr. H. Um, you know that's 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 golden and um, something else to think about. Like he was asking me, like, what else, what else do we do and what else do I do when I come to work? Um, this is something I think about. What's the mindset of your partner, the sergeant, lieutenant, commander? Or what's the mindset of that charge nurse that you're working under in the military? What's the mindset of that doctor you're working for? Um, how was their night or how was their day before coming to work? A lot of people you work with carry to work their own struggles and burdens. And they may not have the same coping skills you have. So you know you're walking into the workplace and your coworkers and superiors may have had a bad night last night, mm-hmm. a bad day, and they're struggling. So they're going to maybe more short with you. and Or maybe they're, you already butt heads with them in, with a personality conflict. So to understand that could be um, you know, times two if things are stressed out in their life. So it's not just who we meet in the field, it's also who we work with. And so we have to be patient with them, we have to be understanding. Um, Some of the notes I had written down, uh, just thinking about all all of our first responders, um, just know to expect running into at least one jerk when you start your shift. I mean, think about it. We all have somebody that you run into and you're like, man, why is this guy or why is she being such a jerk? Um, that's, That's something that they're struggling with. But if you know that going into work, then why are you so surprised? You shouldn't be so surprised when you get a, a, a reaction, a reaction that just throws you off. Um, you know, people are people. I mean, like I said, not everybody knows how to uh, 
you know, speak to another person in the, in the workplace. Maybe they fire off commands and orders and it's really short and it's uh, maybe, you know, rough around the edges. And that's, that's difficult, especially during a stressful time. But it shouldn't surprise you if you already know that somebody on your shift going into it, all right, we know who's going to be there and we know how they can, you know, how their delivery is. So I just, I'm not going to take it personal mm-hmm. and I'll learn to, to work around them and, and try to, um, you know, focus on the good and not the negative. Something else to think about. And this kind of goes into the mental health word of psychiatrists and psychologists, you know, internal thoughts. Remember, remember to practice patience. Here's another really important one. Are you breathing? When, when an incident pops off, when something's intense, you know your breathing is going to become faster, more repetitive. It's short. So f- be cognitive of and focus on your breathing. Settle your breathing down. Take your breath. You know, are your shoulders tightening up towards your neck? That's another indication that you're becoming stressed and you're starting to exhibit physical manifestations where your body's starting to tighten up. You don't want to tighten up as a first responder. You want to be more relaxed so you can think more clearly and control what you can. And what you can't, get assistance. Call for backup or call for a supervisor. You're not in it by yourself. Don't think that you can do this by yourself. If you're not sure about a situation unfolding, time can be on your side. Sometimes it's not. We get that. But you'd be surprised how many times when the cavalry show up, you know what they say? Well, you should have waited for us. You should have called. Why'd you run in? Why'd you rush in? So you understand that they're short staff. They're not giving us the people we need to do our job. That's administration. They're not always out in the field. Maybe they forgot what it's like. So we need help. We need assistance. And remember, each incident or situation or emergency has a main purpose. Whether you're in the military, medical field, law enforcement, you, when, you, when there's an emergency, there's a main purpose. Don't lose your focus. Fulfill that main purpose. The clutter or distractions on the peripheral are secondary. Just focus on that main purpose. Get, just secure that. If you've got to save this person's life, that's your goal. Somebody in the background with a videotape and, and all that background chatter, who cares? Do your 30 compressions, one breath. Contact the paramedics. Collaborate. If you're in the military, keep your head on straight. Figure out who's a direct threat. What do you have to deal with right away? One of your fellow soldiers is starting to having anxiety and melting down. You can't focus on them. You got to focus on the threat because then they're going to become, you know, a secondary casualty. You're a nurse or a doctor in an emergency, and the doctor is having a bad day. If you're a if you're a nurse, maybe you need to step up and help him out. Doctors are great. But guess what? Nurses are the workhorses in the field. They take care of a lot of the work. And yes, doctors are very well educated. But a shout out to a lot of the nurses because ladies and gentlemen, a lot of times you're there all the time in front of the patient. So, you know, don't forget that. Don't put yourself down. Um, I've, got, I've got some more on, on, uh, on the... Uh, how the brain reacts to stress. But before I go into that, Mr. H. Um, well said, Brother H. That was awesome. But also, we just, um, like you just mentioned, the pressure on the nurses right now, the COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, we had this, a, a patient, a friend of mine was actually just, he um, was fighting for his life for in the hospital with the 
with the COVID-19 and it was over overcome, but the, he said he saw the stress level of nurses, mm-hmm. the nursing staff. Um, a lot of them didn't want to, of course, they didn't want to get around them. They were real nervous because he had a real heavy, uh, just uh, COVID was hitting them real hard. And they yeah. had to use a lot of um, oxygen. And take, uh, he had to inject, they had to inject a lot of stuff into his system to help him try to fight it. But it was, it was something that I brought, he brought to my attention where I was really impressed by just their overcoming mm-hmm. um, adversity, overcoming situation, regardless of what does it mean, they still did their jobs effectively. But the pressure was on them, but he was able to pray with them also as well as he was getting administered mm-hmm. to it. He was ministering all the, the CPR and the things he needed. But um, he was he was well made well aware of how they perform their duties, even in the midst of the stress level that they're dealing with. And um, the ones that are our listeners now, just don't worry about the patient. Not worry about the patient, Don, but worry about your job. It's so important to help that patient overcome. And he was able to overcome it, able to get through it. But um, the, this, the, what helped them was the nursing staff. That's what I'm trying to yeah. say. They helped them get through it because they performed their duties. They didn't uh, throw in the towel or give up. And um, that was awesome, the way he explained the, them overcoming um, the adversity, overcoming um, the pressures of what they had to deal with, the COVID patient. And, um, but they got them through it because they, they didn't give up. They didn't throw in the towel. And that's, that's, that's a great testimony. And that's a shout out to, um, uh, focusing on our medical professionals, um, the nurses and doctors and corpsmen that are out there and the paramedics and firefighters, because they, they, they're, they're paramedics and firefighters are walking, you know, pretty much nurses and, and, and corpsmen, uh, to use that language uh, in the field, assisting uh, medical immediately before the patient's brought to uh, the hospital. But when we think about stress, let's just kind of segue and, and turn into a little bit more about where does the stress come from and, and what, what are the chemicals that, that bring about or what, what hormone brings about stress. So I was thinking of just kind of refreshing the first responders' minds. Because, you know, a lot of times, Mr. H, we, we forget, even after all these years, mm-hmm. even the name, the, the specific name of the stress hormone is called cortisol. Cortisol, yeah. So when we think about it, during a stressful event or anticipating a dangerous or unknown situation, you know, our brain begins to secrete the hormone cortisol. Cortisol is good for first responders entering an evolving incident because it helps the brain think more clearly. Moreover, cortisol has a direct influence with increasing our heart rate mm-hmm. and that in turn increases our breathing. And we need that because now our heart needs more oxygen to perform its duties. But once the situation has gone away, once the incident or the situation is reduced, what happens to that stress hormone cortisol? Your body has to absorb it. Mm-hmm. So when you get towards the end of your day and towards the end of your shift, you need to be able to understand that your body still has that, that hormone in it and that can't, can't keep your system at an elevated level. Mm-hmm. And to piggyback into the other part of the first responder's health, it's important for all of you to understand this. You need to start practicing ways to de-escalate your mind and get yourself back into a state of neutral. So when you're done with a shift, um, you need to figure out how, how do I do this? How do I how do I deal with? Uh, and you can exercise, for example. 
You know, you can exercise after after your job is done. You can also exercise before. Exercise is really important. Try to get your sleep when you can. Think about what you're putting in your body as a diet. I mean, think about your diet. I mean, if, if, if your heart's racing because you're a first responder, you want to be dumping in a whole bunch of, of sugar drinks, snacking all that sugar. Your brain needs a certain amount, but I think we, 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 eat, we eat too much of that. Think about eating healthy. That's important. And that, that what you put in your body regulates your, your diet and becomes your diet and also influences your mood, your reaction, whether you're up and down, how hard you crash after a situation. If you're sucking down a lot of coffee, that keeps caffeine is going to keep you up. But when, when your body's burned through the caffeine, I mean, it's going to be, you're going to be coming down pretty hard. And then lastly, because we're first responders, Almost every day, we have an elevated, elevated stress level. Right. It, it, it's sorry for the bad news, but that's the nature of what we do for a living. Well, guess what? If you're elevated, and you nurses and doctors in the medical field, you already know this. But there's a lot of first responders and other professions that don't know this or haven't thought about it. That cortisol is up continuously, which means it affects your heart health. It affects your mind. It affects, you know, your, your your body chemistry. So just be aware of that. So start doing some research. Start reading, and start thinking about ways to lower your stress, and have a state of mind that when you're not responding to an incident, you can keep yourself more calm because you don't want to drive around or you know <clears throat> go to work, and and your 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 stress level is always up, mm-hmm. and you get used to it, right. and that's not healthy. And we, um, like you mentioned, you want to be in a calm state of mind as much as you can. That way you can clear, you can think clearly. Um, be focused on on what the job is at hand. Focus on keeping yourself at a, at a level of not, not, no, not much stress, but just in a calm demeanor because that's going to help you perform your duties a lot, a lot more efficiently, like we mentioned. But know that you can do it. You're empowered to do this. And uh, we appreciate all your your hard work. Um, thank you for listening to us this um, yeah. this evening, and um, we continue to keep all our first responders in our prayers. Um, and you guys, just just keep doing what you're doing out there. We we know we we know it's a it's a drag. It's it's it's, it's a tough job, but um, we sign up for it. Um, know that you guys can continue to do it effectively, efficiently. We're we're all here to help each other, and uh, we love the feedback. We love um you guys feed uh, send us something in and email us. Um, H got the our, our links right here. H and H winning at yahoo.com. Our hope for first responders. Our Instagram is hope for first responders. Our link is in the bio. Um, thank everybody for all your listening and all your patience with us. And uh, we want to keep this going and, and empower you guys and help you guys perform your jobs um, efficiently and uh, the best of your abilities. And um, you guys have a blessed a blessed day and blessed time. We hope to see you guys soon. Yeah, and we'll be in touch soon. We'll have another podcast out so you can actually listen to us, and we're here for you.